0: an intercession the surrender crash over me like a tidal So much turmoil in the world. So much turmoil in my sons and daughters' lives. You come together and you relish these kinds of moments because many troubles. Rage against you as you walk through this dark world, distractions, anxieties, inner turmoils. I know you all. your insecurities your yearnings your thoughts oh the gospel is so good and when the test comes the leaning on other things and the wondering the Father's heart be real with us he knows you he knows your anxiety and fears he knows you hear a gospel of greatness and power and that you believe and that you see the reality of it you get glimpses You experience the goodness of our Father and of Jesus. And yet, you so deeply wonder why. It's not there for you, or you're not able to get there or you're not fully up to measure of all that you hear and see and know deep within you can be because you know deep within it's who you are. But why can't I be who I know I really am? And the struggle Is always there. Except when you are intentionally focused, surrendered. When you come together in my presence, and you're one, and you sense, and you love that worship and adoration. For God is seeking such Yes, he will seek you out when you worship him in spirit and truth. And the deeper you surrender to the truth, the more the spirit increases. For only the truth who's a person can make us free. the struggle it's in the parts that have not surrendered that are not yet fully matured, and even as I speak some say think oh no I am perfect I decree it I know my confession I don't believe any gospel or any words that are not the ultimate and yes you do believe every part of you, areas, antagonize you, scream at you, the world taunts you, your own desires tempt you, and yet you know the gospel is perfect. it has perfect instruction or perfect ways. No matter where you're at in your walk with God, He meets you there to take you somewhere you've never been before. How you yearn for it and how He longs to lead you I am the way, I am the truth No man can come to the Father except through me And I am the truth I'll reveal the way To bring you fully into life. Do you really want the truth? It comes to those who truly surrender. you surrender to the words of Jesus you want to so badly and that's why he gives you his spirit and I hear him saying, I will withhold no good thing from you if you walk uprightly before me not arrogantly stiff and pretensely proud not drooped over From self-consciousness And the defeat Of that Which is not yet perfect in you Stand up And stand before me Do not droop, relax your rigid shoulders and your stiff neck. do that, I know you are. By grace and only by grace can you. Through faith. Remember, through faith in all that I did on the cross. That's what I hear him say what I did not what you can do when you let God stand up inside of you the grace of his divine influence on your heart of his divine nature in you his divine ability in you will cause his unmerited favor to crash in on you. It will go before you and be on your right hand and on your left. And it will be in your rear guard and be a wind that carries you. Where you cannot go without that wind. In the wind, you don't have to do anything but surrender. It will carry. in the river as you are in the ship of my love you will need no oars you will not have to work to go where the river wants to take So surrender. Why resist by holding on to things that you know that condemns your heart? That quenches the light in your eyes? What is it that's so important? What other love or lover? satisfy you. Like my love he whispers. Oh, the beauty of holiness. And by the spirit of holiness, God raised Jesus from the dead. What do you put before your eyes, my precious ones? you say you want your eye on me and single but what else is capturing what is distracting you do you love listening to the conversations of men and women children and others more than you love my voice how many hours a day if you put it together are you distracted By what others think, what others feel, what others say you should or should not do. Come out of the debates, come out of the skepticism, the cynicism, the arguments, the opinions. It makes people religious after an ungodly sort. After all, that's what the Pharisees did. Arguments, debates, criticisms, opinions, skepticisms. That is the religious spirit that divides my people as you communicate in your various ways do you ever try to one up someone or have something better do you ever want to crash in on their belief and prove to them they're wrong or do you set it aside and sing a song and say Jesus I want to spend more time with you When no one else is looking, I no longer will be distracted. I really want to surrender to you. I hear him saying, come away, my beloved. Come up here. And if you leave the distraction immediately, shut it down, throw it to your way, throw it aside. In that instance you feel my nudge. And you know there's a little hunger pang inside of you. You let other things keep you from coming up here. How much of God do you really want? How much do you really want Jesus? Do you want Him more than any other thing on this place below? How much do you really want every hunger and thirst in you to be satisfied? How much do you want to know me? I know you do, and I love you. I know you love me too. Hear him saying, You come together. You wander from here to there. Lo, here is Christ. Lo, there is Christ. He's in the desert. No, he's in the mountains. But he's really inside of you. He moved into you when you became brand new. I hear him saying, I'm really inside of you. So can you lay it aside? Please hear this. I know he is bringing about something that will cause people to say, you're striving. When you say, I want you, Jesus, more than I want my necessary bread, I want you more than I want to satisfy what's between my ears and my head, I want you more than I want friendship with anyone else. Hear you and come when you put it all on the shelf. Come Come away, come away, come away, come away. for you and you long for me the Lord is going to put an utter despising and disdain In those that really want him for everything that separates them from him. Because we're in a brand new day and he's doing a new thing and it's coming a new way. You're not going to get where you want to go. if you keep trying to get there the same way you've been going you got to be willing to be as radical as any other extreme thing that's going on around you that wants to destroy people's lives the day is upon you when you will so fully love what your father loves and hate what he hates he doesn't hate with human emotions your kind of hate is different than his when he hates something He just has nothing to do with it at all. I'm giving you the ability to love righteousness and hate. iniquity and hate your own thing after all that's what you wanted to be saved from was yourself you wanted to be a new self, you wanted to be a new creation and I made you like that that is your core You want to find the new place. It's inside of you. Your spirit is your door. Come into the portal of light. Universes and dimensions, glories and things that have not been uttered by the lips of man are deep within you, in me. But you must be an adventurer, one that loves to take the journey. You have to pass through all of the things that pull at you. Like tentacles and branches and vines Reaching out to wrap themselves around you Some are thorny You can defeat them all And you can get through This terrible place If you but pull my sword of truth And cut your way through You know the things that are hanging on to you. I'll say it for you. Yes, we do, Lord. Yes, I do. Bring me through. It's not really as hard to break through that place as you think it is he's given you the grace. Go on in and find the Christ within you. Because that is the truth. The truth is in you. And when you can't seem to find it by yourself, you have a family around you. Find the ones that want to go deep Find the ones that are not afraid of the steep Find the ones that'll climb the mountain high Find the ones that'll pay the price Find the ones that want Him more than all Find the ones that'll walk up tall Find the ones that want His grace Find the ones that will seek His face For you, there is amazing grace. Now, I'll tell you something that you already know. Real grace won't leave you immature and feeling small. Real grace will lift you up. And grace is known through the eye of the needle. What is the eye of the needle? Many say Faith that works through love Is the place you're looking for and can stay And to those that humble themselves And pray And seek my faith I'll take them to a brand new place. You know, people think we're saved by grace. And then now we don't have to do anything. if you do anything it's not grace it's works can I have your attention for a minute how many here have been saved by grace when's the last time you looked at Ephesians 2 and see what it says you which were dead in your trespasses and sins has he made alive together together It didn't happen by yourself. Together. It happened with the Godhead. It happened through the preaching of the gospel. Together, there's others that are in there, and they've been praying you through. It's a place. Grace is a place. That when we heed the call, the beckon call. To come we enter into it but we come only one way for which we which were dead in our trespasses and sins he has made us alive together right and by grace we are saved now listen through the eye of the needle through faith everybody say through faith How are you saved? By grace, through faith. You're not just saved by grace. It's through faith. Do you know you didn't have any faith? Until he gave you a measure of faith he gave it to you that was a grace gift but then you function in the faith and the grace manifests and becomes the desire of everything you wanted you're saved by grace through faith every place that people cease to walk by faith, they enter into sin. Another verse, I'll quote it to you: "For whatever is not of faith is sin." Somebody might want to look up the address of that. I don't remember at this moment. But whatever is not of faith is sin. Why? Because our faith is built on faith in what Jesus accomplished at the cross. And as long as we believe in for everything that you want in life, how many want their destiny to be fulfilled? All of you? How many want his destiny to be fulfilled through you? How many would rather have his destiny than just your own choosing of your destiny? Let me ask you a question. How many of you here have been at this place in your life where you said, God, I can't stand it. Every time I try to do to come to you or to, or to follow you. This is when you were finally at your place where you was ready to save me. You said, I can't stand my life anymore. Please help me. I wreck my life. I make all the wrong decisions. I do everything wrong. God, I need a savior, please come help me. How many came to that place? Come on, get your hands up, I wanna see. Because those of you that didn't come to that place yet, you are still living an extremely struggling lifestyle. Because there's only one way, it's his. I have good news for you. You don't have to walk in your way anymore. He came to save you from yourself. Do you believe that? Well, I don't believe that brother. Okay, then go do, do what you wanna do for a while more and, and, and let's see how that works for you. You're free. I'm not pointing my finger at anybody. I was stubbornly stupid for many years and resisted God. <laughs> I really was. And I knew him from the time I was a little child. We are about to get something from God we've never had before. And we, we make a big mistake thinking we've arrived and we really have it and we know we're right and we understand our salvation. Your salvation has just begun mine too all of us this salvation is so complete and amazingly thorough and beyond anything we can ask or hope for or even imagine the brilliance of the transformation transfiguration and translation power that's about to come into his hungry thirsty lovers who want total not just more they want more 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 all and it's about to come it is knocking at our doors And those that go after it, well, I don't believe in striving. Well, you need to read Hebrews 3 and 4. It says, strive to enter into his rest. What am I striving against? Yourself. What else? All the demons that like to see you in yourself and keep you there. Those dark and filthy, slimy creatures. That you get more if you could... Wouldn't you love to get your hands on them for just a minute and kind of turn into one that terrorizes? Is that right? Yeah, God doesn't have any mercy for them. They're your enemies. And you have none in the flesh. Your greatest time of blessing is when somebody that you love turns into your enemy. Because if you will love them, it will catapult you into a new dimension. And it will heap coals of fire on their head, and they will be the coals of the fire of the Holy Ghost. And begin to agitate and burn in their mind for what they've done. And God will begin to turn them, if you love them, what coals of fire on their head are love coals. Anybody want a little bit of this? Anybody want to get really radical and really go after Jesus with your whole heart? I never was in the armed services, but if I would have, I would not have been happy being a buck private. Or whatever other service you might be in, whatever they call it. I would want to advance, wouldn't you? How many want to advance? Anybody want to advance? Somebody asked me, does it help to read books that are self-development, self-embetterment, make me better? And I said, sure, because they've been stolen from the Bible, but you can read them all and get learn all of the tricks, the trades, and all the formulas and everything else. But if you don't have grace through Jesus Christ, grace by faith, you won't be able to do that either. They usually steal the gospel and produce it without Jesus, without the blood, without the cross, without surrender, without becoming a living sacrifice. Oh, I, I don't believe in sacrificing. Jesus was my final, final sacrifice. Then you've got to cut a bunch of scriptures out of the new covenant. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, Not H-O-L-Y, W-H-O-L-Y, holy, all of you, completely through and through, give it to the Lord. Give Him your brain, give Him your stomach, give Him your taste buds, give Him your eyes, give Him your ears, give Him your smell. Give him your hormones and give him your testosterone. Because if you don't treat it right, your hormones will turn you into a hole. And your testosterone will cause you to run around and test every good thing and wreck good lives with the wrong kind of test. How's that for being contemporary? <laughs> God's going to raise up a whole new people you guys and they are radical they're not half steppers oh that leaves me out I just fail all the time you are who he's looking for you are his delight and desire you are the one that knows you need him or you can do nothing you are the one that can surrender that to him, and he will take you and do with what you what you couldn't do with yourself. So the first thing he will do is kill yourself. Amen. Your old self. And the new man, new creation, is risen from sinful death into glorious life. I want to welcome you to the gathering of eagles. We're called Eagle's Nest for a reason. 2002, they had a conference here. Bob Jones was here. Larry Randolph and Bill Johnson and... uh, uh, Patricia King. She wasn't called that then. What was she called? Pardon? Can't hear you. It don't it don't matter. Anyhow, she, she changed her name to King. Because she loves the King of Kings. And she believes we should live in the nature of the King of Glory. Because that's who's in us. We can literally put it on. like new clothes but you have to like it better than the clothes you're wearing sometimes you have to take off your clothes to put on new clothes It's what he says in Ephesians chapter 4 put off the old man Who is corrupt according to his deceitful deeds. And put on the new man. Which is created. Listen. By righteousness. Holiness. And truth. That's who you are. Righteousness. Holiness. And truth. In here. Deep. The real you. The pillar of fire you are with legs and arms. With the head and eyeballs. The burning ones that's inside of you. And everything in your soul that isn't that, if you submit it, He will let you keep it. He will let you keep everything of yourself, of your old man, of your soulish discontents, he'll let you keep it. All it'll do is keep the fire from burning bright as it could. But if you will give it to him, he'll turn it into wood. And he'll set it on fire and you will burn, baby, burn. Fasting prayer is the fastest way there. That with obedience and casting off your care. Forget what the enemy has offered to you. Nothing he says is the truth. Listen to the voice that's deep within. And you'll depart from evil, darkness, wickedness, pain, suffering, and sin. If you do those things, you will feel like you are suffering because you're spoiling a little all about me, selfie life. Doesn't want to die. Doesn't want to yield to the new creation within. It wants to resist him again and again. And so you can't be nice to him. Because he will wreck you and everyone that you love. Make life miserable. So that's what we're struggling with. Because we've not yet arrived. We haven't gone in deep into him within us. We just live and get enough of him to survive. I'm telling you, it's time we cut out that jive. Well, what would you expect to hear from anyone that has prophetic anointing? Oh, it seems to me like some of the things you are negative. Yes, I'm talking about the things that are hindering you and how we can... set them on fire and burn them up through and through and how you can become like the son of the living God and how you can be transformed into pure, perfect, absolute love love to die for are you willing to? I've heard people say, oh, you make it sound hard. Okay, keep living the hard life you're living then. It's okay, you have all the right, you're free. When you stand before him, do you want a blaze like glory? How bright a star do you want to be in the heavenlies? Because we are the seed of Abraham's, the stars innumerable. Daniel the prophet said, we shall shine as the stars in the heavens. Besides that, we want to be like the bright and morning star, the sun of righteousness with healings in his rays. That's his wings, his rays. revelation of the price you have to pay but you really don't have to do it it's up to you you can really have it your selfish way or your own way what do you want and how bad do you want him You didn't come here to go to school and do all the things you're here for so you could leave the same way you came. You had a dream. Some come because they wanted to be around the crowd. And it's cool. It's awesome. God will do anything He wants to to get you here. He's so kind. He's so good. But you're here by his divine design. You came here tonight. And I will teach you how to fly. Because that's what's inside. I've already given up and died. And sighed and let go and said take all of me. But guess what? There's that struggle sometimes you see and I go through the same thing you do every day and I'm learning, I'm learning. It takes time to walk in the way and to talk and walk with Jesus. What is the price I will pay? Give Him your time every day. All you have is time for that's your life. So lay it down and cease from the strife and look up to him and give him all he wants and you will see nothing will be wanting with you. The Lord is your shepherd through and through. And you shall not want for any good thing for he is there. And he's a holy, righteous, loving, kind, and ferocious king. Oh, he's so tender and kind and humble. He is the lamb. But he's a man of war ready to strike down your enemies. He wants to protect you from all of his plans to hurt you. But guess what? He's doing it for more than you. Because he knows you love quite a few. And he wants to do it for them too. Through you, with you, around you you by you through him this is the simple gospel of Jesus Christ Okay, you are all got your eyes closed, and you're kind of sailing away. I hope you're taking an inward journey and not wanting to go home and lay down and pray. (laughs) I want to put one more thing in you tonight. God wants to teach you to fight. I know you've been taught to get the anger out of your life. Don't have any anger. All anger is strife. But this is not true. I read the Bible through and through, and I found that God gets angry. And I heard him say through the lips of Paul, I read it in the scripture and read it all. Be angry, but do not sin. It's okay to hate injustice within. It's okay to hate the things that are sin. Don't compromise with agendas of man out there in that political land. We don't justify what God doesn't justify. Not for any reason. And I don't know about you, but I've been watching it pretty close. And all the politicians and all of the Hollywood hosts, I've yet to see anybody that compare to the one who has Wool-like hair, whose eyes are as a flame of fire. And from his mouth comes a two-edged sword. And he is called, and it's written on his chest, the two-edged sword, the living word. His feet are burnished like brass in the fire. He's clothed with the sun. None can compare to him. Are there any little sheepies in the house? Any little lambs? How about any ewes? And some rams? Jesus loves us so much he has hair made of wool white and bright blazing light shining from him he is a warrior and he's coming again I just have to meddle for one moment I just got to mess I'm going to mess with somebody anybody that tells you not to get too excited about Jesus coming because we could have another 500 years or a thousand years before he does the Bible says not to listen to them I could read you the Scripture, but I'm not taking the time right now unless somebody really wants me to. But they say, where is the sign of His coming? They've been saying this for a long time. But where is He? He has not come back. Everything remains as it's always been. And He has a severe rebuke for it. The disciples and lovers of Jesus, on the earth when Jesus walked here and after He left, knew that Jesus would come again in their life. And every generation that's believed that have been the burning ones and they will be the very first ones that see Jesus. Not just when He returns. And boy, is that a mystery. It's called the mystery. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the sound of the last trump the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with him where in the air oh by the way those airplanes up there they have to have oxygen pumped into the cab and they have to wear a mask and stuff because there's no airway up there. Just a little tidbit there. Don't allow anything in your mind or anything that you hear anywhere. I'm not. I'm telling you, they're, they're all over the planet. I've been everywhere. People that say, I'm not looking for the return of the Lord. There's still too much he has to do. Oh, you do not understand. How many seen how dark it got in the last five years in the political arena, publicly and everything else. I've been on this planet for a few decades. I'm 39. <laughs> I have seen this planet change so fast and the world' systems. And the agendas and cultures and the darkness has spread in a revival of the satanic supernatural and the works of the deepest darkest filth has spread across this planet so fast it's unbelievable it's multiplied worse than it's ever been because there's more people on the planet Than there's ever been in history. There's also more people getting saved, more outpourings of the Spirit. But we are stuck at a certain level, and every believer's crying out for more. And the things that are happening right now—how many of you, how many of you believe this? Sin is abounding. Oh, I wouldn't. That's that's negative. I won't say that. Well, you got to read the Bible. The Bible says sin will abound until the last time. It will increase and become darker and darker. Read all the Bible. Believe all the New Testament. How many love John the Apostle? He's called the Apostle of love, isn't he? You love him? How many love him? You love him? Do you know he prophesied more judgment, corrected and rebuked the people of God more than any prophet in the Bible, Old and New Testament. And he was a prophet of love. Apostle. The beloved laid his head on the breast of Jesus and heard the heartbeat of God. John the beloved. He rebuked all the religious system of that day and his disciples corrected them, challenged them. More in the gospel of John than any other of the gospels. He's the apostle of love, you guys. Everybody say, God is love. Does love do that? Does God correct us? How many are glad God corrects you? How many of you pray for God, please rebuke me, Lord, if I need it, please? Because I sometimes don't know when I need it. Anybody ever prayed that way? Ask him for rebuke. He will love it. He will will love it. Do you ask him for joy? Faith? Why wouldn't you ask him for rebuke? Do you think rebuke is negative? No, it's love. If you open your heart to the rebuke of the Lord... Rebuke, that sounds like, that's a kind of a, not a cool word at all. I rebuke you. Rebuke. Uh, yeah. Who likes that word? Nobody likes it. It's correct. It's not always gentle. Every time Jesus rebuked, He wasn't always soft. What do you think he looked like when he tied that whip together and went into the temple and went in and started knocking over the tables and chasing the animals and swinging that whip? Was he, did he lose his salvation for a minute? Was he in the flesh? Can you see anywhere there where he struck one person with the whip? or one animal. Do you think he was swinging it? Oh, yes. Who do you think he was striking? The unseen spirits of fevery and murder and death and greed and destruction and had their abode there. And he was rebuking them and everybody that liked them or did things their way got rebuked with them. But it doesn't say that he struck one person or one animal. He was striking down demons, principalities. And he was stirring them up. He didn't destroy them. He stirred them up. Why? Because he had to die. And he wanted to show the passion. He was commanded by God, show them my passion. My great love and disdain. Because see, if you did that to the priesthood, they would kill anybody that did it. And he knew it. But he had to cry like a prophet. My house shall be, my father's house shall be called a house of prayer. But you've made it a den of thieves. was in love Revelation 2 and 3 you guys love this stuff don't you how many like what I'm saying anybody here like it getting excited is there anybody here who is getting angry and you want to leave If you if you do if you're feeling that way please stick around and I'll walk you to the door and you can say whatever you want to me and I'll pray for you and love you God's coming in a new way, you guys. God's right now seeking out an army. That's why you're in this city. Did anybody here read the Elijah prophecies that came out today about Bill Johnson? Raise your hand if you did. How many hadn't even heard about it? The new move of God that's going to be birthed. The joining together. Streams like YWAM, Lou Engle and the prayer movement, The Call. Um, The House of Prayer. Mike Bickle. Who else? Sean Bowles. Well, Chom Boltz is in it because he's the bolt of lightning and a sign of what God wants to do. And Hollywood is as far as signs and wonders. That's what it says. And that it's going to blow up here and invade the planet. And God's going to bring something that's never been bought before. You've got to read it. Everything I'm preaching tonight is what those prophecies say. And they're the most two profound words together at I have ever seen on the Elijah list and I've known it since it was the first born almost the first day and know him personally and the message is changing God's goodness is about to be understood in a new way it's really a good thing that God empowers us so we can slay dragons anybody want to be a dragon slayer any any giant slayers there? How many in here have heard stuff about the Nephilim? Can I just show me your hand if you've heard a lot of you've heard about how many want to kill some Nephilim? That's because you're warriors. I'm excited for you. You're a warrior. Do you think it's possible to tread on all of your enemies? Put them under your feet and tread on them. Can you imagine being so full of the zeal of the Lord and the fire of the Holy Spirit and so untouchable that you're dancing on demons and treading them under? Serpents and scorpions are destroyed. You guys are too quiet. I need to tell a couple of jokes or something. We're really entering into the greatest time in history. My dad died at ninety a year ago this time, ninety-one, and he said, "I want to pray. come here. I want to pray for you." And he said, Lord, thank you that I don't have to be here for this battle. And then he stopped and he said, I've been here almost 100 years. I never thought I would live to see the day when the darkness would be so dark and in our face. And the light of Jesus would be ready to birth such glorious light as I'm seeing. He said, I never believed our society in America could be like this. And he said, and it's all over the world, isn't it, Tim? You know, you've traveled. I said, yes. He said, I can't believe it. And he just tears running down his cheeks. So many, so many lost. Go tell them about Jesus. And he said, Tim? I said, yes, sir. He called me Tim. You can't, but he can. I'm (laughs) Timothy. Tim, Jesus is coming soon. He'll come in your lifetime. My dad was an amazing prophet. I'd never seen him miss it. How many would love to see Jesus return? Have you read the scripture that says that we can hasten the coming of the Lord? How many have read that? Can I see your hand? Okay, go read 1 and 2 Peter. All that I've said tonight, go read those two books. How many will do that? Can I see your hand? How many won't? Those that you don't, I'm going to rebuke you right now. No, I'm just kidding. Go read 1 and 2 Peter. And you'll read there about the hastening of the coming of the Lord. And how the earth is going to be consumed with fire and burned up to the elements. How many believe that? It says it in the Bible. Do you know what kind of fire it's going to be? Not natural fire. It's going to change even the elements. Right down to the atoms and infuse them with glory. (laughs) And the whole creation groans and travails earnestly, expectantly, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Full manifestation of Jesus through you. Anybody want to be a fully mature manifest son? We're all sons and daughters, but manifest. There's going to be people walking on the earth. Very soon the anointing's coming. And they're going to be... caught up so into him that it's going to be amazing. But they're not done. They Go up empowered, commissioned, commanded and sent back to come. And what if I threw a number out and said 144,000 Jesuses will walk the earth, male and female, young and old, even children. Now 144,000 is in the Bible. That's a number, 12,000 from each tribe of Israel. That's just a number that's used for a last day's thing. But it's not just talking about natural Israel. Anybody like this end time stuff? This this end time? This is your time. The end is near. The last days of what? Evil. The end of Satan and his whores. We enter the conflict of the ages. Oh, yes, Lord, thank you. We enter the conflict, the battle, yes. that will usher in the climax yes. of the ages. Yes. Yes. I love climatic experiences that have climaxes to them. Don't you? A movie, a climatic end, something really... Things get really exciting when the climax is coming. And they get really amazing. The climax of the ages. And Jesus is going to come back and kiss the atmosphere of planet Earth. And the smack of his kiss as his people are joined with him. That kiss, that joining together at that moment is going to go off like a wave, like like a nova star. (laughs) Faster than the speed of light through the universe. And everything that's been corrupted by sin, which is the whole universe, How do we know that? What is man that God is mindful of him and the son of man that he visits him? He's made him. By the way, every place where it talks about him, it uses the word him, not her. The women are left out. It's just the hymns. Over in Revelation chapter 3, to him that overcomes, I will grant this. To him that overcomes, it's all him, 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 him. What are you saying, brother? I'm saying it's him. Christ Jesus in you. That Him is the overcomer. Any overcomers here tonight. If you got Christ in you, you're the Him. Your spirit's always Him in the Bible. Your soul is effeminate. Not in not, not, not in gender, but in the nature. It's submissive, it yields. It's supposed to, it doesn't. It rebels. How many of you know your soul rebels? Does your mind ever rebel? Emotions, imaginations, intuitions. Does it ever go off into stuff it's not supposed to? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're doing. We're going to put it where it belongs, through him within us, through with each other, through koinonia, fellowship, to surrender. This climax of the ages is coming, and we can hasten the coming of the Lord Jesus. Anybody want to hasten his return? Oh, he's only going to appear unto those who are looking for him. Look it up. Are you teaching eschatology? No. I'm giving you revelation about Jesus and about you and Jesus and you being one and everything that's Jesus is becoming you and everything that you is becoming Jesus. And if it can't become Jesus, then it's going to go away forever. Well, have I preached anybody happy yet tonight? Did you go on a journey and go deep and wide? Let's thank God for the worship team. They took us there. Thank you, Father. Hey, Next time you see that guy back there, the um, stand, Joey, next time you see him or you walk by him, um, <laughs> what? Put money in his hand. Yeah, and share it with me. <laughs> That's a good idea. We're going to do an offering in a minute. We're going, this is going to be the biggest offering in history. <laughs> Anybody want it to be the biggest offering in history? Okay, here's how you do it. First of all, you give yourself to the Lord. And then it says, first of all, give your heart to the Lord. So we're going to give Him. Tonight, we've been giving our heart to Him. This, this last day that we're in right now. Is the end of evil. It's the end, of the end times. They're not going to let go easy. We're in for a fight, as everybody can see. Oh, is it exciting. Is it exciting? Is it exciting? There's incredible things developing. And there's incredible people. Every time we gather, they come here and learn to soar with the eagles. Anybody want to be a screaming eagle? Anybody want to be, have the eagles cry? Those are intercessors. They're also the messengers. How many here like this? You seen the eagle swooping down what, with, his, you know, with his wings like this and his claws out and there's a fish? <laughs> How many like catch some fish? Soul winner. It's an anointing. Eagles know how to do it. They know how to soar where nobody can go. They can fly and look into the sun because they have special eyes and these lenses come over their eyes. They can fly at high speeds, fly in a storm, dust storm everywhere and they can fly and these things protect their eyes. They have wings and they know how to ride the currents And the updrafts of heat, they know how to catch winds that are two, three hundred miles an hour speed at those heights and ride on them and get on them. And (laughs) Jet pilots have have seen eagles flying along beside them at three, four hundred miles an hour. And they're not flapping their wings they can go higher than most any bird they're amazing anybody want the nature of the eagle yeah and they wait upon the Lord and renew their strength and mount up with wings as eagles they run and they're not weary they walk, and they do not faint. Fused with life, fused with glory. They command the bounty of God. Anything they need, they can get it that quick. They have such as faith, you can see it in their eyes. They have the deepest piercing eyes. That go to your bone and they never chill you. It warms you through with the glory. Shokachetakaya. Thank you, Father. We have a prayer meeting tomorrow morning at our house. We have it every Friday morning. My wife who's sitting there loving my long, long time of ministry and saying, okay, let him go, Timothy. So I want to let you go. You've been held a long time. It's 9.30. We're going to turn this loose. But we want you to come for prayer. And we have things going on. Please go to Facebook and and look up Timothy Sherman Ministries. And also go to our website, TimothySherman.com. And uh, if you want to donate, and you're watching this live stream tonight. You you can donate. Just go to our website and look at the donate. Those of you that are out here, if you can write a check tonight, help us take care of all of the needs and all of the people we need to take care of in this ministry. Get involved with our ministry by sowing into it. Give something tonight. You came, how many have gotten something tonight? Can I quote the scripture again? I quote a lot of scripture because I believe in it. If I sow into you spiritual things, should you not also sow back natural things? Well, that's pressure. Yeah, it is. It's a little bit of Bible influence on your heart. And if it feels pressure in Jesus because something inside of you doesn't want to give. But people want to get, love it. Givers live to give, And they're the happiest people. They're actually miracles looking for a place to happen everywhere they go. And your money and how you treat it and how much you give to God and how much you trust him and your attitude when people do offerings, if you tighten up inside, it doesn't mean you're bad. It means you've been hurt by lack. God wants to heal that. He loves you. He wants to prosper you. So you never have lack choking you off from living to give. Because that's what Jesus did. He came to give his life. And God so loved that he what? Okay, so let's ask the Lord. Some people think they need to ask the Lord to give. Others know that they can give according to their purpose in their heart. Some people also understand this, that if you want a big harvest, then you stretch it out there. Uh, As a matter of fact, if you really want to get blessed and you want a breakthrough in your life and you're struggling and you haven't done this, if you'll do this in Jesus' name and really believe in your heart, if you will give till it moves you, Oh, this, Lord, I'm stepping out here. I'm trusting you. And you give into that depth. You give to what your conscience is, something in your heart saying, be bold. Step out there. Do it this time. If you do it and it moves you, I promise you it will move God. And it will move him to move on your behalf and bring about blessings for you. Now. Listen, if you think that was me trying to take money from you, I don't want you to feel compelled and I don't want you to feel tricked. I'm telling you I know the ways of God. I came from extreme poverty and in my life I've given millions of dollars. I love to give houses, cars. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I've seen many, many, many hundreds of thousands sent out into ministry. God has done glorious things and it's just beginning. I know that living to love is always living to give. And I bless you. And I hope you'll receive that in the spirit that I'm giving you. I am really want to make you champions in every area, even abundance of every good thing. So that you may sow into every good work. Because that is what we were made for. To be those that provide whatever's needed. Anointing, gifts, power, provision, blessing. And do it joyfully and willfully. So I'm going to pray right now. You can make a check out to Eagle's Nest. And if you want. And you need to use your card right back here. She'll take care of you, Marion. And I want you to think right now of what number the Lord is speaking to your heart. Just ask him. And then follow what he says. And by the way, if there's something in you that knows that you can't do this, don't do it. It's okay. Give in faith and not out of any other compulsion. Father, in Jesus' name, we love you and so we give willingly. Thank you for what you're doing in this company of people. And these that have come here tonight, I ask you just, Lord, that even while we're doing the offering, that they give the biggest offering in history, their history. That they give you more of their heart tonight and leave here ready to run with you as they have never run with you before, to lay with you, to walk with you, to hear your voice. Now, Lord, they have great faith, and they fear nothing. So give them the wisdom to walk with you in all of your ways and multiply this offering tonight and cause it to produce great blessing in each person's life here. And we thank you for that. And whose name do we pray in? Jesus. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Ushers, would you uh, help them as soon as they get their checks and everything ready? Just hold for one minute while they're preparing. How many have fun tonight? Thank you, Father. It was a full plate, huh? Anybody feel like they've been at the banquet table? Anybody got room for dessert? Thank you, Father. We have any announcements? My house, 9 o'clock in the morning. Glinda's house. Nine in the morning? Oh, okay. There's some announcements. You know you don't want me to do these. You know what I do every time I do them. Really no you want to do them? Good? I think the only thing on there is if you have, um, no. we've got all, there's not hardly. 2016 giving statements available if you email admin at eaglesnest.com. Is that right? Other than that. Well, you guys, go be radical. Right. Be radical. Be radical. You are a miracle looking for a place to happen. Love one another. Amen. Go get some of that.